Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630 WLAP, the home of the Cats, right here in Lexington. Kyle Tucker of The Athletic will be joining us in just a bit. If it is a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we'll be talking about it every day, Monday through Friday, right here on Locked On Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by First Watch. This edition of the show, we are obviously going to be talking about the news uh, that broke on Tuesday evening about P.J. Washington being in a walking boot, what the implications are, what the latest that we know is. But I will set the scene, kind of overall paint the picture of what happened. The way I understand it, I've not seen this video, but someone told me about it. Sometime on Tuesday in the early afternoon, there was an Instagram Live video that Ashton Hagens put out, and it included P.J. Washington, and he was in a walking boot. And so, of course, everybody kind of lost their minds to a certain extent because your best player in a walking boot is very, very concerning. Many people reached out um, to UK for a statement, and the statement that everyone received was, P.J. Washington has been in a boot since Sunday for precautionary reasons. Any other updates we will have on site tomorrow in Jacksonville. Tomorrow being Wednesday in Jacksonville. Kyle Tucker should be in Jacksonville right now. We're recording a little bit before 11 p.m. right now. We're going to talk to him in just a bit about what he knows the latest. I will be flying down to Jacksonville Wednesday morning. Both Kyle and I will have coverage from down there. Uh, UK... I will double check the when when they talk, uh, but it will be kind of in the early afternoon if I'm remembering correctly. And they also have an open practice, so we should be able to get eyes on PJ Washington. And we'll see how 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 much that is. What how, if we can tell anything? But uh, just the way you you think about these things, it is concerning. There is no doubt about it. No way to get around it. But sometimes walking boots aren't that big a deal. They're just something that is trying to get pressure off the foot, trying to get guys to not put full weight on it. could be simple as something as just a sprain or something along those lines. So while obviously there's concern, I don't know if there should be widespread panic. Honestly, I understand why there would be panic from tons of Kentucky fans. We just had this discussion with Reed Travis Kyle and I were telling you probably from the start that we both believe Reed Travis would come back and would be okay. He proved that to be true in the SEC tournament. But when you just had Jared Vanderbilt last season, kind of, I don't want to use the word stringing you along, but you know, just craving for more of an update than you ever got and then eventually missing the entire NCAA tournament, I understand why people are just really, really worried about Kentucky's best player potentially missing some games. Obviously, if it is something short-term, I think there is no doubt that the talent that Kentucky has would be able to take care of Abilene Christian. Now, you would, in theory, run into some trouble in the next round where either you're facing Seton Hall or Wofford, which are both quality opponents. But we obviously hadn't gotten to that point yet. Um, From a time standpoint... Tomorrow, open practice for Kentucky is at 3.25 p.m. So we will have be able to see P.J. then. And the Kentucky press conference 
starts at 2.45. John Calipari will be speaking at 3 o'clock. So that's about the time I would assume you guys will get confirmation on what's going on. So be staying tuned to both our timelines. I'll try to retweet a couple of um, of tweets from both of us on the Locked On UK account. I mean, this is this is obviously something, and I was texting back and forth with um, some people today, and it is one of those deals where it's probably a situation where maybe we're a little bit closer to it, so it feels like it's more, it happens more to Kentucky than other places, but, you know, when you roll through some of the names, Nerlens Noel, Alex Poitras, Jared Vanderbilt, like injuries that have had big impacts on the postseason has happened under John Calipari at Kentucky, it seems like um, more than a lot of other schools, and it's just been bad luck. But we obviously do not have all the information on P.J. Washington yet. So that is that is what all the official word is. We'll get Kyle's take on it in, in just a bit. But before we get to that, I do want to let you guys know again about our bracket challenge because we have it updated, and our bracket coverage is brought to you by Grassroots Pharmacy. Really exciting stuff. I talked to them out there today, and they have upped the ante, and they are now offering prizes. First prize gets free smoothies from them for a year. That's a $300 value. Second prize gets one of their T-shirts. It's really cool. And third prize is a $10 gift card to Grassroots Pharmacy. Check out the Locked On UK Twitter feed or the Locked On Kentucky Facebook page. You can also find it on my Twitter feed at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. I know you've got that bracket filled out, so you might as well take all the work you did on your bracket, take the few minutes, enter in our bracket, and you got a great chance to win some fantastic prizes. I mean, those smoothies sound really, really delicious. Coming up next, we'll talk to Kyle Tucker, get his thoughts and the latest from his vantage point on what's going on with P.J. Washington and potentially what the impact could be for UK, obviously, it could be big time. First Watch was recently voted Lexington's best breakfast. They've got something delicious called Million Dollar Bacon. We've been talking about for a while. Obviously, you love bacon, and if it's worth a million dollars, it doesn't really cost that, then obviously, it's great. Plus, you can try their other things like lemon ricotta pancakes, elevated egg sandwich, smoked salmon benedict, and the list goes on and on. First Watch is just a breakfast and lunch spot. They're open from 7 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. every day, but they get busy. However, there is the new First Watch mobile app, which you can use to check on wait times and get in line before you even get there. It's so easy. They've got three restaurants in Lexington, which are all locally owned, and a few in Louisville and Cincinnati. So there's a good chance, if you're listening to this, that there is a First Watch close to you. So go check it out. First Watch. Yeah, it's fresh. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Now joined by Kyle Tucker. Kyle, I set everything up over all the official statements from UK and everything. Uh, As we're recording right now, it is 11.30 p.m. on Tuesday night. What is the latest that you know about P.J. Washington's situation, outside of the fact that he is confirmed in a walking boot at this moment? Uh, Well, he has had his uh, leg amputated, (laughs) and... uh, (laughs) No, I, it's an intriguing little mystery we got here, isn't it, Curtis? Yes. Um, on the eve of the, of the tournament, or I guess the eve-eve. Um, 
I wish I had like a nailed down answer for people, but as you know, we've talked, we've been messaging today while I've been traveling. Uh, I, I've talked to a bunch of people. I've talked to people that would know things. Uh, they were they were reluctant to to share to overshare, but I feel um, I guess comfortable saying that um, the information I'm getting is this not a season ending thing. It is not considered uh, at last check was not considered. Um, an especially serious thing, but I got no details beyond that. I, I couldn't tell you what is the issue, if there is one, if this is, you know, totally precautionary, you know, a foot bruise that you just want to take some pressure off your foot. Uh, I got no more details other than the his, his season is not over, I was told. Um, now, that's <laughs> this time of year, that's sort of a, like, ambiguous thing to say because the season, you know, it, maybe that person is thinking he's going to miss a game or two and then he's going to come back. Well, you know, you lose once, your season is over. So, um, you know, I'm not exactly clearing things up here for you, but I, I, I think there's not cause for total panic, I guess is what I would say. Um, I, you know, I've been told that Cal has been in an incredibly good mood all week, uh, as late as today. And, you know, don't think he'd be – I don't think he'd be able to hide the disappointment if PJ if he thought PJ Washington wasn't going to be available to him when he needed him in the NCAA tournament. Um, I just find that hard to believe that that wouldn't uh, that, that wouldn't be obvious to anyone around John Calipari. So um, that's all I got. Um, I guess it's not much, but it's not nothing. Um, uh, this certainly adds intrigue because I think despite the loss of Tennessee, everybody had to feel really good about where Kentucky was going into the NCAA tournament. And this just kind of throws, at least for outsiders, throws a little bit of a, um, a wrench into that. The other thing that I didn't mention in the first segment there, I guess, is you know the, the statement that everyone was provided with. And John Hale, the Courier-Journal, actually got the exact same statement from Paul Washington, PJ's father. So everybody's on As the set. As did I. Yeah, so he every- copied and pasted it and texted it to me. I was like, wait. <laughs> is this is this your statement or is this Kentucky's statement? Yeah, so uh, that is one thing. Everybody's on the same page, family and school. So I, I, like that's a, a positive thing. There isn't any kind of fracturing necessarily. And I think that uh, the way we've talked about injuries, specifically last season with Jared Vanderbilt, I don't know the full story there, but obviously it didn't seem like everybody was on the exact same page. Uh, just the way Calipari talked about certain things. Um, but what I was going to say that I didn't say in the first segment was that in the statement it said that PJ had been in the boot since Sunday. He wasn't in the boot when we saw him on Sunday. Right. So and was walking around, you know, like the, I guess this, um, this 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 is the question though. It becomes, and obviously we'll figure all this out uh, when we talk to everybody on Wednesday. Like when did the injury occur, and right. is it a situation where he'd been it's been nagging, and now they're just trying to like ease the ease the tension? Because you know if it happened before Sunday and he wasn't wearing a boot when he was at John Calipari's home, it obviously isn't that serious if they're okay with him walking around in sneakers. Or did it somehow happen on Sunday or on Monday? And right, it, so and that, they've obviously practiced or done some some kind of basketball stuff. Um, you know, this week. So that's, you know, obviously a possibility. Um, 
I saw some people say, oh, I think maybe he was hobbling a little bit in the Alabama game. Well, okay, but he played a full game the next day against Tennessee and played really well. Um, and uh, So I, I didn't see anything that led me to believe P.J. Washington was hurt. Uh, you guys saw him Sunday. Nobody thought saw anything that would no. lead them to believe they were hurt. The other thing we should mention here is um, walking boots are – used for a million different reasons and there are a lot of guys who wear them like high level athletes i saw somebody on twitter mention that um from new england that like tom brady wears a walking boot like every week that guy's weird but you know just to like take it takes weight it takes pressure it takes you know it protects um your leg your ankle your foot whatever um you know, some guys, it's just a it's a body maintenance type thing. Or let's, okay, I have a foot bruise. Let's not make it worse. I'm not going to walk on my bruised foot. Uh, I'm going to take some pressure off. I think, didn't Hamadou Diallo wear a walking boot? Somebody uh, some did. last postseason. Somebody did um, at some point that wasn't Jared Vanderbilt. I, I think I feel like I remember that. I mean, but it's um, super, super common in football, as you said with Tom Brady. Like at the practice facility for UK, there's seems like there's always somebody in a walking boot. And oh, most you'll of, see, and you'll see, yeah, and and a, and a much more violent sport. You'll see yeah. a guy wear a walking boot for three days and then go light people up on Sunday, yeah. Saturday. Um, so, it, I think here's here's what I think happened. This kind of caught fire on social media last night, um, and you know, for the record, I when when I saw that last night, I reached out to PJ's dad, and he said, like, I, if he hurt his foot, like, I, you'd think I would know about it. I'm his dad. I know nothing about it. That was last night. But this thing started circulating last night. I think, uh, you know, it was getting out there, and people were asking UK, and so they were kind of forced into a corner of having to put out a statement to, to address it. Cause it obviously there was a boot involved and in that, you know, they had to address it, but beyond that, is there any other significance? I don't know. I mean, you know, I think it's entirely possible that this is not a major thing. It's not even a, a, a particularly significant issue. Um, so we'll see, but, I, my prediction right now is PJ Washington will play in this NCAA tournament. I that I made the same prediction uh, before he jumped on the line, so uh, we'll just have to have to continue to see. And as I said, just stay tuned to all our coverage. All right, coming up next, the other maybe news story of the day that you probably just maybe saw the headline of and maybe got a little bit confused of. Uh, we'll share that. It, it involves John Calipari and a million dollars, and I'll let Kyle tease his big athletic piece that's coming out on Kentucky basketball. Did you know you could fill out a tournament bracket at DraftKings this year? That's right, DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousands of dollars up for grab. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tournament, might as well do it on an award-winning app with tons of free prizes. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion with $64,000 in prizes. You know how brackets work. Before tip-off of the first game of the tournament, just pick the winner of every game, every round. That's all there is to it. And the best part is you can play for free with code SWISH. You can even set up a private group for you and your friends and compete for bragging rights. Download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com now. Use promo code SWISH to enter bracket battle promotion for free and complete 
for your share of the $64,000. That's code SWISH to enter the bracket battle for free. Only at DraftKings. The game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the the words John Calipari million dollars in Facebook probably is like SEO gold, Kyle. Um, and uh, USA Today Network had a story today about how John Calipari was paid a million dollars by Facebook for the inside, what the heck was that thing called last thing? I think it was inside basketball or something, I don't remember, but that Facebook show they did, and um, it's through the open records request that, that he puts out, and basically it was announced today that he gave most of it away to charity. According to the piece, Calipari said more than $600,000 of the million dollars has been donated to eight nonprofit organizations, including the Jimmy V Foundation and the Urban League of Lexington, Fayette County. He said an additional $141,000 went toward debt relief for 19 students in Kentucky's College of Education, um, plus another $100,000 went to help the college debts of the children of staff, managers, and former players at Massachusetts, Memphis, and Kentucky. It just kind of continues on with uh, John Calipari's charitable donations, Kyle. Yeah, it's a cool thing to do. And, uh, you know, as he noted, you know, he would, the, the preference would be to give yes. that money to the players, uh, you know, or at least give some of it to the players, but that the current system is not set up that way. Yeah. Um, and John, they also, they also took a vote before they agreed to do it. And all the players, according to Calipari, were made aware of where he was going to use the money for. And they said, yeah, let's, let's do that then. And then they allowed the access for Facebook to come in and be super invasive, uh, mainly just getting in our way, though, last year. Yeah, now we get that again with the CBS uh, all-access crew. NCAA uh, confidential. Maybe, maybe, they'll, uh, maybe they'll break the news on P.J. Washington. Um, well, I was joking. My colleague... I was, my colleague Seth Davis does CBS stuff. I need to, need to get it, see if he can get some footage. Well, there was a thing, and I hadn't seen it yet, but Johnny David was tweet uh, was uh, teasing that that he was going to do one of his Johnny David shows that he does after games before uh, media availability yesterday. So I said that would be a heck of a way for this news to get all the way out there is like a Johnny David Twitter video produced by T.J. Beisner. Like that would be that would be Just something. Show P.J. Washington ripping off his boot and dunking a basketball. Yeah, that would that would be hey that would be a good way to grab headlines. So. Speaking of headlines, Kyle, you got uh, I don't well I don't know the headline of the piece, but I know the piece is going to be awesome because you've been working on it really hard. Uh, so let people know what you have been working on and uh, just give us a little insight into what it's going to be about. Yeah, I mean it's just kind of setting the stage for for this week for the NCAA tournament uh, for the what they've kind of been working towards. It's a uh, the basically the inside story of how. Kentucky went from the high of the Bahamas to getting their brains beat in against Duke and, and sort of the resetting of expectations that came with it and how they, you know, pulled it back together. How did they regroup? How did they uh, salvage this season to the point that they, you know, how did they get to the point where, you know, the crazy thing is from opening night when Duke destroyed Kentucky, Kentucky lost five games after that night, and so did Duke. 
and Duke ends up a one seed. Kentucky ends up a two seed. They're on the opposite side of the bracket. They could meet again in the national championship game. Um, you know, and, and they're in a good spot. They, they, after that night, I'm not sure anybody, uh, and maybe even some of the people in that locker room believed anymore that they were national championship contenders and maybe not as much even about Kentucky as like, well, who's going to beat Duke? Um, and so the story is just, I talked to people there, there, there are players and, and coaches and people that are quoted by name. And then there are a lot of pl- people, um, that I talked through, through the season and after the season, regular season, um, kind of, uh, uh, anonymously, uh, close to the program about just like to get the real story. Like what was really going on? What, what, what was really going on in the days leading up to the Duke game? Um, I think people will find that kind of fascinating. It's at the very start of the story. Um, and what John Calipari said and what, what he did after in the locker room after the Duke game is how the story ends. I think that is pretty cool as well. And and just the story of everything in between, like what were the, I wanted to know from people in, uh, associated with the program who had a front row seat, um, you know, what were the key moments? What, what were the turning points? Where did, where did it all start to come together? And um, I, I tried my best to um, paint that whole picture for people, a, a really crystal clear, vivid picture of what this season has been, the highs and the lows. And uh, it's long. It's like I think it's almost 4,000 words. <laughs> um, so it's a little book, but I uh, hope people will read it. It'll be if, – if someone is listening to this tonight, uh, we're recording at 11.45, so uh, it's almost tomorrow – uh, it'll be up live on the athletic at 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning. I definitely suggest everyone read that. I do have a question for you though, Kyle. Yes. Is the phrase addition by subtraction in there? <laughs> That's gonna be the cliffhanger. That'll be the that you gotta subscribe and read the story to find out if the word the phrase addition by subtraction is in the story. That's a stupid phrase. I've made that point several times. So, Shout out to Rick Bird for winning tonight. That was kind of cool. I'm sure John Calipari's also in a good mood for that because Rick Bird's his boy, and they practice at Belmont's facility when they go play the tournament in Nashville. So it's official. The tournament is underway, man. But there's still time, as I said. You can enter our tournament bracket challenge. Uh, Kyle, I am just super pumped. <laughs> I hope. I think you are too. It's probably we're both going to be exhausted. I saw you tweeting jokes about how you look like the uh, what did you call? Did you say you look like a homeless, disheveled person on a Delta flight, or what did you call yourself? Uh, I think I said, uh, let's see, what <laughs> what did I say? I said so. I wrote a very very long thing. I hope you will enjoy it, but please do not disturb the person who looks like a more disheveled version of me snoring and drooling on this Delta flight to Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, and I was. I was, uh, sometimes I pass out really hard on an airplane and then I'm like very self-conscious when I wake up about whether it was, I like snoring super loud. Like, did I fall over on anybody's shoulder? Uh, it was one of those kind of sleeps on my flight, my first leg of the flight from Lexington to Atlanta. I, I, I basically didn't go to bed the night before trying to put the finishing touches on the, uh, the story I was writing, and then the thing is, I filed that story, this long story about how Kentucky became a national title contender again, and literally, I mean, within, like, 
60 seconds of finishing that story, the PJ Washington <laughs> statement came out and I, I almost had a mental breakdown. Uh, so, well, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay. I called somebody involved and one of the, that was one of the ways I asked the question was, I said, I've got a story publishing that is, I spent a lot of time working on that is all about how Kentucky is a national title contender again. Should I not publish that story? And I was told, no, I think you're okay. So, well, good. And to make sure I'm okay, we're going to stop recording now because I have a flight in about six hours and 15 minutes. So, okay. That's, uh, that's, that's going to do it for Kyle. We'll talk to you later, bud. See you down here, Curtis. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of Locked on Kentucky. As we always, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast. Obviously, this time of the year is big in college basketball coverage. So if you're rating, if you're reviewing, if you're subscribing, those things help in the metrics. And what that means is basically more people will be able to see our podcast and it'll help it grow. And that's what we want to do. We want to help this grow. We want to make it available to a lot of people because if a lot of people are listening, then that means it will be a lot easier uh, to continue to do it. And that's what we're all about here. We're trying to spread the big news of the day and the Big Blue Nation, as we say, uh, to all you guys. Thanks again to First Watch for sponsoring this edition of the show. And one more time, go join our Bracket Challenge brought to you by Grassroots Pharmacy. Awesome prizes. Check out the links on our social media. Follow along on Twitter with Kyle and I. I am at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Kyle is at Kyle Tucker underscore ATH. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. And then, of course, find us on Facebook. Just search Locked On Kentucky. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me.